Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, I don't know about you, but I am often asked how I like or sometimes how I can stand being single and alone all the time. And that often leads to whether or not I'm lonely. I get that question as well, Casey. Hmm, interesting. I think that is an interesting correlation. Alone doesn't mean lonely. We'll get into that. So I thought we could spend a little bit of time tonight talking about being a party of one and finding true comfort in that. Yes, there's no better company than yourself. I agree. The most important relationship in your life is with yourself. Yeah, and think about this. All relationships end except the one with yourself. It's so true. There's no greater truth because if you don't start with yourself, you're not going to know yourself and you're not going to know how you're going to be in a relationship. And I think then it's hard to determine how you will be with someone else. So why not start there? Because the likelihood of any relationship lasting forever, we already know statistically, is not realistic. It's not going to happen. Right. There is an end date. Mm -hmm. We are all have an expiration date. Don't know what it is. Right. But death and taxes, they're two certain things. <laughs> right. So why not spend some time, a lot, really digging into who you are, what you are, how you are, and put that to use so that you better understand how you will be for a relationship. And you know, Casey, that is a responsibility that we have to ourselves. No one knows you better than yourself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes though, we go through life and there are periods where we lose ourselves. Without a doubt. And knowing how to regain mm -hmm. who we are, what we are, doesn't have to come with a feeling of fear. It can come with a feeling of excitement and intrigue and what's out there for me. It really can. I know that there was a period of time where I absolutely lost sight of who I was. I was unrecognizable to myself when I looked in the mirror and I gave that power to someone else in a relationship because I hadn't spent enough time truly knowing and loving myself to say, whoa, 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 this is who I am. This is who I'm going to stand up for day in, day out. This is worth standing up for and you're not going to take that away from me and now that I do know that I won't ever let it go I hear you loud and clear Casey on that one I experienced the same thing mm. so coming out of a divorce mm -hmm. it can be very unsettling and you have to take the time to go through all of the emotions and the feelings. And you have to fall back in love with yourself. You do. Because that, I lost myself. Mm -hmm. 
And when I think about the life I have right now, I have so much peace. I have so much joy. And it all came with me getting back into falling in love with myself. Sure. I had totally lost myself. I had to unlearn things that were put in my head. Mm-hmm. And that takes work, it takes energy, and it takes time. It really does, Jill. So let me ask you, do you think that learning how to love yourself again, do you think that that comes with selfishness or selflessness? It is not selfish at all. Mm -hmm. Contrary to what I had to unlearn. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is not. It is the best thing you can do for yourself because when you have yourself planted mm -hmm. and you're firm with who you are, what you want, you know yourself, you have so much good, intentional energy and feelings to give to others. It is so true. I think about when I'm at my best and when I'm at my worst, and I, at my best, am coming from such a place of authenticity and positivity, and I want to share that with other people. I want other people to thrive in that type of environment too. I want to give it. And when I'm not coming from that place, a lot of times I don't want to be around people, let's be right, honest. Right. But I also, I, I know when I'm not at my best that there's this, uh, like that feeling of, like I get stressed out and I, I hunker down like, oh, what do I need to do to get myself out of this? And if I can't figure that out on my own, I feel like sometimes I'm not worth it to be around other people because I don't want others sucked into that. And now, don't get me wrong. I know that I need others to pull me out. Like, I know you're such an incredible friend that you're like, Casey, mindset, perspective, we've got good lives, which is so true. But what I'm really trying to get at is that at my best, when I know... I look in the mirror, I love myself, I love the person I am, I know who I am and what I have to give to myself, to other people in my life, and to the greater good, that makes me feel like I'm on fire, I'm unstoppable, and I truly could do whatever it is that I want to do. Like, I, I really am unstoppable. And that, to me, is such a great gift to give people. And that, Casey, is what it is. It's a gift. And you and I, we've worked hard to gain that gift for ourselves. And every day, we have that choice. Mm -hmm. Things change. We have the choice how we're going to respond, what we're going to do. Um, and there's a wonderful quote. So I've been listening to the book, The Gift, by Dr. Edith Eager. I'm loving her mm -hmm. and her book. That's awesome. It's wonderful. But what she says is don't resist and rail against what we're experiencing because it takes away your growth and healing. So when you are down in the pits or whatever, 
okay, I'm in the pits. But you know what? It's growth. Mm -hmm. It's healing. It's all part of accepting yourself, warts and all. Right. And evolving. And when you get to that place of self-confidence and courage and I love and respect myself, you can't help. It's a gift to give it away. Mm -hmm. I think about too, Jill, when I am going through all the feelings and I'm moving through all of my emotions because I believe you have to feel them all. Not just the good ones, you got to feel them all. That is such a transformation for me in a time where I am learning about what I'm capable of. And I think about too, being able to reflect on what it is that I need to really pay attention to. What do I need to repair so I don't repeat it? What is it that I might need to repeat so that I can learn another lesson? You know, because we, we sometimes don't learn those lessons quickly enough. So I love that quote that lets us know sometimes you do have to hunker down. Sometimes you have to go through it. Uh, maybe once or twice, maybe a few more times in order to learn those lessons and to grow and to get through whatever it is that you're going through. I love it. And, you know, Casey, the other thing that I always think, too, is everyone's journey is different. Mm -hmm. When you're ready, you're ready. When you know something shifts inside of you, you get to decide. It's about your life. It, it's like when we go to class in the morning and we work out. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's about me. I do me. I'm not sitting there looking around the other room, around the room, wondering what everybody else is lifting and how many reps they're doing. And you know what? It's about me. And it's about I get to decide and the shift that happens inside me when I'm ready to focus on me, when I'm ready to self-evolve. Uh, there's no time that says, oh, at this point, after you have left a relationship, you need to be here. Right. It's when you experience the self-love. You're, you're growing in respect for yourself. I agree. And Jill, I what I do love also about that, it is your decision, is... When that love takes over and feeds you, you start coming from a place of compassion and not competition. You are not looking at the person next to you thinking, I've got to be better than that. Oh, I can beat her. Oh, I can do it so much more awesomely than him. Nope. You're like, dang girl, rock on. High five. You nailed that, right? It's such a different mindset because you love you and you're happy for your accomplishments and what you have and it isn't in comparison to someone else so that you can authentically, genuinely be happy for whoever is next to you. And that is a difference maker. Compassion, not competition. That to me comes with self-love. Oh, Absolutely, Casey. I love that. Compassion, not competition. Because everyone has their own circumstances. Mm -hmm. And you do not know what someone's working through. Mm -hmm. And to have the positive 
you know, vibes that you're putting out to someone, cheering them on, they've got to feel that mm -hmm. and know they're not alone. Right. You know, you are never alone. People that physically, okay, yeah, uh, physically I'm alone, but you don't know how many people are thinking of you, wishing the best for you, pulling for you. Right. And never doubt that you matter in this world. I have was just doing a session for work uh, out in Colorado, and I, if I said it once, I said it 15 times to this predominantly group of women. There were some men in the in the room, and I use those same words, Jill. You matter. The work that you do matters, and. Sometimes we don't hear that enough. So, hey, all you listeners, you matter. Your life matters. And sometimes we have to be the model for other people when we don't want to be so that we sometimes get that in return. So we, you're absolutely right. We don't always know. Oftentimes we just don't know what people are going through. But if we can put a smile on someone's face, if we can say a kind word, and we can help someone feel like they matter in this world, that also is a difference maker. And I think that that bit of hope could truly save someone's life if they are not having the day that they want to have. And if they are in a, in a mindset that could be detrimental to them. So I, I think about when I was not recognizable to myself, how I must have been coming across to people. And thankfully, I had love and care and concern around me enough to say, Casey, you matter. And we're going to stay here and be here with you until you believe that. We're going to believe in you enough until you believe it. And when you do, we know we're, that we're so hopeful and we know that you're going to pay that forward. And I, it's true. I mean, I love myself enough to be able to go out and pay that forward to people that hopefully need it too. So. And, you know, Casey, you do that. You do pay it forward and you do model what it is to have self-love, be a party of one. And what it is is... And I love this part of what Dr. Eager says, too. Um, we can all find strength and freedom within terrible circumstances. Honey, you're in charge, so take charge. Right? You know me, Jill. I love to take charge. <laughs> but I think that that's why, right? You know me also. I'm hands on hips, little Miss Sassy. Let's just do this, right? right? Sometimes I'm a snapper. Let's just get to it, get things done. Because sometimes we need that. We need someone to pull us along. I'm okay with being the one that's pulling people along. I love standing in someone's corner and being that megaphone saying, you got this, keep going, way to go. And you also know at the gym, 
I am a modifier. I <laughs> modify almost everything. And I'm also the person that's saying, hey, nice job today. Man, you really rock that. Holy cow, I could not keep up with you. Not that I was trying, but thank you for being such a rock star and an inspiration at the gym. I'm coming back and I'm doing it again tomorrow because I had that. I, I had that and I want to be that because we can. We can get up. We can go and we can absolutely take charge so that someone sees it and we'll do it for someone else. Yeah, and that is what it's all about. It's that shadow that you cast. Mm -hmm. Whether you know it or not, someone's watching, someone's looking at you and saying, I want that. Mm -hmm. And like you said, we are at this point in our lives where we're paying it forward. And right. that, to me, is the essence of our podcast. Mm -hmm. This is why we decided we need to do this. Right. We need to put that hope out there. Mm -hmm. It's possible to be the party of one. That's right. It's an awesome party. It is a party. I don't mind being a party of one. I would love companionship. I would love a lasting relationship. I'm not any less than without it. Ditto. I love it. Well, we hope that this has given you some inspiration if you are a party of one. We hope that we've provided some thoughts for you to consider if you are a party of two. So we're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.